What's up, bitches? This is Sierra. And what's up, bitches? This is Morgan. And, and this, this is Bitches, bitches and, and Murders. <laughs> I love that every time, like, both of us, like, it'll be like, this is, and then there's like a really long ah. pause as we're like, oh, don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. And then both of us say bitches really quickly, but really hesitantly. <laughs> and then say murders very slowly to try to get on together. We'll be like, bitches and, and murder. murder. <laughs> it's so much harder to say that in sync with you when I can't like see you. Well, and like. I don't know if it does this for you or if it's just like the weird headphones setup I have, but like if when we talk at the same time, like I can't hear you. So yes. then it's like when I try to say it, but then I can't hear you anymore. So I'm like, I have no context if we did that together or not. None whatsoever. It's fine. It's totally fine. It's everything's good. Anyways, so what anyway. are we talking about today? So today we're on part two of the alphabet murders um so we're gonna talk about a lot of the similarities um kind of build you a picture and then we'll talk about the known suspects um and why i think most of them are trash there is one that i kind of buy but like it's still you'll see i'm excited i've been thinking about this the whole like the whole day and then on top of that (laughs) I was thinking about, and now I am disappointed that this was not how it went. I'm a little mad. Like I said, I'm sure like the first girl, it was an accident. And then he was like, ooh, I'm going to make this my thing. Mm-hmm. But it, is it just me who's a little mad that he didn't start with A? <laughs> I mean. Like, is it just me? Like, you literally started C. They're not even that's in two alphabetical letters order. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, where's my Alice Adams? That's my aunt's name. Oh, God, that was the first alliteration I thought of. But that's my aunt's name. Okay, I take it back. <laughs> but you, you get my point. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, we're going to paint you a picture first. Because there were some details that I omitted from the first episode. Because um, they'll come into play a lot more now. You dirty double dealer. I know. I'm the worst. Uh, So like I had said before in the previous episode, um, the media and the police really fixated on the MO here um, and started drawing a lot of comparisons. And some people got as far as to realize that there was like a lot of repetition with the number three. And I'll break that down here in a second. Uh, Ooh, yeah. I love a good repeating number. Uh, so there's there's quite a few similarities. Uh, obviously, the ones being all three girls were brutally raped. Um, all three girls were strangled. Um, the, the part that I omitted out was that all three girls on autopsy had some food of some sort in their stomach. That right, suggests like he was that they giving were killed. them something. Like, yeah, that they were killed like relatively shortly after eating. Um, so there wasn't any specification on what was in Carmen's. It was just that there was food. Um, right. And then there was the custard. And, yes. Was it Wanda's? Wanda's had custard, and Michelle had like a hamburger and I think some onion rings. So it seems like he has like a pretty solid, like, mm-hmm. uh, routine i guess i want to yeah. say like at this point like he's doing the same thing with all of them it seems like mm-hmm. um and that'll that'll kind of come into play later 
Uh, but all three girls also had white or light colored cat hair on their clothes. Oh, kitty cat. Um, which to some people kind of suggested that maybe He's they had like a kitten in the car and he was like, hey, I'll give you a ride home and you can snuggle this like cute kitten on the way home. Yeah, that's fair. Which is shitty if that's what was happening. <sighs> what a poor cat. I feel bad for the cat. That's <laughs> like not complicit in this. Yeah. So let's let's break down this whole repetitive three. Okay. So to start, there's three murders. Okay. Okay. Then uh, there's a pattern in the placement of the victims' first initials with being C, M, and W are the third, 13th, and 23rd letters of the alphabet. Weird. Uh, which incidentally are all prime numbers. Um, Carmen disappeared from New York State Route 33. And was um, last seen running just before exit three on I-490. And then there was something else. Oh, yeah. Um, Was it Wanda was dumped off of New York Route 33A? And Michelle went to school 33. I feel like some of those things seem like kind of like, ooh. Yeah. But then also some of those things is like with her like escaping off of like exit, exit three. three. It's like, I don't think he wanted to hurt a two. Well, I'm assuming it's a he. Right. Uh, I guess that's presumptuous of me. Uh, but they probably didn't want her to escape. <laughs> like, I think that one was probably just a weird coincidence. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so everybody kind of got super interested in this whole like, oh, like the number three is significant somehow. Um, and then, like I said, in the first episode and I looked up all of the cities because I was trash and didn't put them in my notes at first. Um, but like I said, in the first episode, all three girls were found in cities whose uh, name starts with the same letter as theirs. So. Right. Uh, Carmen was found in Churchville uh, Wanda was found in Webster and Michelle was found in Mason if I'm saying that correctly um, so yeah all three girls were found in cities to start with the same letter I hate to admit this but that itches my brain right <laughs> like itches my brain right <laughs> I need more serial killers to do this for me. Thank you. Stop making my brain hurt. Start making it feel better. Yeah. Uh, There's also the fact that all three girls came from Roman Catholic families. All three girls lived in lower income neighborhoods. And all three girls came from quote unquote broken families where either their dad had left or their dad was dead. I feel like whoever did this, like, just had to be extremely lucky. Like, what are the chances that there are that many girls of the same age, of the same type of family, all with alliteration, in the same area, all the same... You know what I mean? Like, that's just, like... They just got, like, a super lucky location. Like, that's a really specific type. Like, really specific type. 
Yeah, like if you went through all of like my hometown and looked for people who like perfectly fit that, there probably would not be very many. Yeah. Uh so that kind of gets us into our suspect list. Uh so we'll start with the th- the first theory that I find to be the least likely. Um and that is that Carmen was an isolated incident and is not related to the other two. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't seem Yeah, bad. I don't buy it. Uh, so in this theory, her uncle's stepdad is the killer. <laughs> her uncle's uh, stepdad. Yeah, so her uncle, uncle's stepdad uh, is Miguel um, Colin, and he was considered a main suspect for the longest time. Um, and I will admit, his behavior is a little bit sketchy. Like, he doesn't help his case in any way, shape, or form. Um, so, weeks prior to her her murder, Miguel had purchased a car that closely resembles the vehicle seen by witnesses uh, reversing down the interstate chasing her. So, that vehicle is like a kind of generic four-door that's like dark on bottom and light on top. So, like, kind of sus, but generic enough that it yeah. could just be I a mean, coincidence. I mean, it's the 70s. Everybody had that fucking generic-ass car that had, like, dark brown paint on the bottom and light brown paint on top. Right. It's not, like, a super specific, like, dark green Pinto. Right. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, yeah, not a lot of people had that. Yeah. Um, but he did purchase a car that kind of closely resembles that, like, a couple weeks beforehand. Um, when they subpoenaed his car and searched it, they found that his trunk was cleaned with, like, an incredibly potent cleaning solution. Ooh, um, that's pretty sus. And the the police went to the dealership and they were like, hey, was this just, like, part of your pre-sale? Um, like, did you clean this? And the dealership was like, no, we didn't clean this. Like, they don't use, like, super strong detergents before selling it. Like, it wasn't them. Um. So that was weird. Uh, the police decided to kind of like pinpoint that one of Carmen's dolls was found in his car, but he's also like her uncle's stepdad. So, right. So, like, that's not really weird. I know. Right. I thought you were going to say at first that like there was like hairs or this or that. And it's like, well, yeah, but like, no, he just had a car that matches a description that was the trunk thing very is a little aggressively weird, cleaned. Yeah. So, here's where it starts getting a little bit sketchy. Okay. Uh, Two days after Carmen is found, uh, Miguel informs his friends that he's going to go to Puerto Rico. Doesn't tell him why, just says that he needs to leave Rochester and he's going to go back to Puerto Rico. Not suspicious at all. Not suspicious at all. Don't be suspicious. (laughs) Suspicious. So he tells them that two days after, four days after, he's gone. He's back to Puerto Rico. Um. So investigators did travel there to question Miguel in 1972. Um, and he surrendered and came back to Rochester for questioning. Um, but they eventually let him go because it was a lot of circumstantial evidence. And um, he passed the polygraph and there wasn't really anything actually tying him to the murder. It was just a lot of like if, ands, and buts. Right, like, you um, seem a little sketchy. Like, we can't exactly explain why you did this, but also we can't really explain why you wouldn't. Right. Yeah. Um. So he was released. He went back to Puerto Rico. Uh, 
and is <laughs> no longer with us because in 1991, there was a domestic violence dispute in which he shot his wife and his brother and then shot himself. I feel like that puts one more tick over on the sus side, though, because clearly was sus. not above committing murder. Yeah. And there's some family members that are still very vocal that, like, they think Miguel did it, but he can't be the full, like, alphabet killer because obviously he, like, fled to Puerto Rico and he wasn't right, around he wasn't the other two. Because yeah. it would kind of make sense, too, because, like, he did have motive to, like, get her out of the way as well because she was, like, the daughter of his brother not him i mean she was one of six though so like yeah but kill all six kids right yeah and it's not like she was like a bad kid either Mm -mm. you know what i mean i mean people do shitty things without much of a reason in general but yeah all that is a little yeah i don't get me wrong the dude's murderer no matter what sketchy oh no his wife and his brother made it they survived oh still an attempted murderer no matter what he was the only one that died in that incident. <laughs> Self-murder. Yeah. Um, I just don't... There's too much linking all three girls for it to be... Like, for her to be a in, like an isolated incident and then the other two to be related. Yeah, because the only thing I did think about was, like, what if someone, like saw it in the news like it really was miguel say the first one really was miguel and then they saw it in the news and they were like they like really got off to it and then they like copycatted it basically yeah Uh, but the thing is like i don't know how many of those details were released because also so i'm sure some of those details they kept private so it's like how would the person have known but also like police historically have also done stupid shit and like like with Richard Ramirez and the like the mayor like telling everyone like all of the facts. Yeah. And then like ruining the I case. Don't. So I just feel like that's the only killers. way I could see it being more than one person. Is all I'm I saying. Just... Is like if someone like really aggressively <sighs> copycatted, but I feel like it's not that likely. Well, I f- like I feel like serial killers are too narcissistic to make a copycat their calling card. Yeah, but it historically has happened before, unfortunately. But I feel like usually copycats aren't super successful. No, and they're usually idolizing somebody who was already super successful, and that's why they're a copycat. Exactly. Like, this is one case. Like, I just, I don't buy it. It's also weird to me that there's only three. Mm -hmm. Because it feels like this is something that would have gone on for longer. So, like, I'm wondering if there's other... This, like, really makes me want to do, like, a super deep dive of, like, missing persons cases, like, throughout the rest of New York and, like, surrounding areas. Like, did he just go to a different state and just start doing all of this in a different state? But, like... Or, like, he just learned to move around more? So... No, I'm not going to do that. You'll see. Okay. I can't wait. Our next suspect is Dennis Termini. Fuck Dennis. Fuck Dennis. Let me just start right there. Fuck Dennis. Nobody likes Dennis here. 
I don't even I, know him and I don't like him. There's no good Dennis's and you can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> Honestly, why is that true? <laughs> so Dennis is a 25-year-old firefighter for the Rochester Fire Department. That's younger um, than I expected you to say, honestly. Yeah. So he lived about two minutes away from where Michelle was last seen. Um, and it wasn't uncommon for him to have his uniform in his car. So people kind of looked at him because, um, you know, like, oh, he's got like a firefighter uniform in the back of his car and he does have a white cat. Um but in 1974, he was also discovered to be the garage rapist, which more on that later. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will circle back to that. I promise. Good. So they do have DNA from Wanda's body. Okay. Because uh, semen was left in or somewhere on um so in january of, that specification yeah in or somewhere i tried really hard to gloss over it um so in january of 2007 his body was exhumed and his dna compared to what was found on wanda uh but it wasn't a match so he was dismissed as a suspect what did um, he, he just did he die very young he, or when did he die what I oh god getting there i forgot i to speak english there for a second continue <laughs> so god why did i type out mo- modus operandi again well i tried to say garage rapist and then i said garbage rapist i almost <laughs> said garbage rapist uh so i gave up his mo also did not fit with the alphabet murders uh which is where we get to the garage rapist so during the time of the murders, there was also a string of serial rapings happening in the same area. Uh, 14 women were victims of this and they were Jesus. cornered and forced into a residential garage where they were held at gunpoint and forced to strip where they would then be raped and left there. Yeah. And most people who um, like are pedophilic, like go after children, don't also sleep with adults. I, or like it's only in like yeah. it's not as common let so me say it's not as common for pedophiles to also like go after adult women like that so these weren't like adults they i think the youngest one was like 16 and the oldest one was like 19 i still feel like that's like the, how you are at 16 like developmentally versus how like in 10 year old is yeah it's like a pretty big jump. Like I feel yeah. like sixteen. You're definitely not like a, an adult by any means, but like your body is much more on the adult side. But I don't know. Plus, it doesn't make sense to like be a serial like rapist, but then also be like killing people. Yeah, like that's like, not super common. I feel like you like might start as one and go to the other, but like you wouldn't be doing both at the same time. Yeah. Um. So Unless that- you're Richard Ramirez, and you just get caught a lot. Yeah. Uh, so the MO doesn't fit, you know, like the age group is older. Uh, he's leaving them alive. Um, and because you want to know how he died. I got that. I got you. Yes. So New Year's of 1974, he attempted to abduct a teenage girl, uh, but failed. And she was screaming her head off as one should. And he was fearful that that would attract attention. So he fled on foot. 
found another girl, forced her into a nearby garage, and held her at gunpoint and forced her to strip. Um, about the time she got down to her underwear is when police arrived because the neighbors had alerted them. Who would have guessed? Well, actually, it's not safe to assume that with this case. Right. Uh, So when he saw them approaching, he fled on foot again, found a car parked in a driveway and locked himself inside. Uh, The police followed him and found him in the car and the officer called for backup because he could see the gun. And as they're waiting for backup to arrive, Dennis shot himself in the head. What a class act. <laughs> what, what a class act. I don't know that that's really the word that I would use. I mean, honestly, if I mean, I don't I, I don't blame him for killing himself in that scenario. Like none of that was about to work out well for him for like the rest of his life after that. Yeah. Uh, but eh, questionable decisions. I mean, also, first of all, after the first scenario, you think you'd be like, yeah, well, let's be just done for the night. Like, that's cool. Like, I can even just wait at, like, a couple of hours. Like, get the fuck out of there. Go home. And even if you, like, have to go back out a couple hours later because you're unsatisfied, like, at least you're not going to get caught. Don't just immediately, like, walk over and do it to someone else. Yeah. Like, that's going to work out well for you. <laughs> Like, you thought that girl screaming her head off wasn't going to immediately go call the cops? Like, what did you think she was going to do? Yeah. That, you know, not the brightest crayon in the box. No, doesn't sound like it, but also seems like he's not a murderer either. No, he... Because also, if anything's going to spark you to, like, kill someone... I could see that, like, being panicked, and they're, like, making a lot of noise, and you're right. like, oh, fuck, I'm gonna get caught. Like, if, if there was a moment where he was gonna kill someone, like, that would have been the moment. And he didn't do that. Yeah. But that's just me. That's my <laughs> So, yeah, he was looked at for a while, because um, they obviously, you know, subpoenaed his car after he fucking killed himself. Um, and it was the same color, same description, had white cat hair in the seats. Um, but yeah, never ran the DNA sample until 2007. Um, and they only have samples from Wanda. So it's just like, okay, you definitively didn't have anything to do with Wanda, but they can't officially rule him out because they have no way of saying like if he had anything to do with Carmen or Michelle. I just feel like nothing really like adds up like it just doesn't really make sense mm-hmm. it's also just like what a co- like these are not particularly big cities it's like how do this many people have cars that like perfectly fit these descriptions and cats and stuff but then also don't have it because like i mean you can't really argue with like dna evidence yeah but also that just means that he wasn't the one who assaulted her but it doesn't mean that he isn't the one that took her Mm-hmm. or dumped her body yeah he i guess he could have been working with somebody but especially if he's interested in older women and he's kind of like doing his own thing yeah not like older but like older than 10 <laughs> <laughs> Old, yeah i realized i said older like he's like going after like women in their <laughs> 60s and i was like okay they're like 16 but it's yeah. still older than 10 <laughs> 
But, but so I feel I like that's so so elaborate. Like that would have to be such a like elaborate setup for like him kidnapping people and bringing them to someone else who's then doing that, and then he's what dumping the bodies afterwards. But then he's also going out and assaulting women. Like right, like you're just part of a shitty what? <laughs> right, like what is this like 1970s a bad sex trafficking movie? Like I'm confused. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I feel like that's not that likely. <laughs> so Dennis is a trash bag of a human being, but yeah, fuck I don't Dennis. think he's the trash bag that killed these three girls. I'm the trash man. <laughs> it had happened once. I'm sorry. I apologize. You're fine. So our next suspect is none other than Kenneth Bianchi. Oh my god. So <laughs> I hate that man. <laughs> Stupid poofy hair. <laughs> God damn it. Are you done? Yes. So for those who don't know, Kenneth Bianchi is one half of the um, Hillside Stranglers. I think I mentioned that in the first episode. I was kind of mm-hmm. giving you guys a little hint, hint. Um, so Bianchi is originally from Rochester, New York. Um, he went to a Catholic school in the area. Um, so he kind of knew everybody. Um, his, his honestly, if Morbid hadn't just done an episode on the Hillside Stranglers, I might have done one. But there's a lot to unpack with him. His childhood was shitty. He was adopted. His adoptive mom told him that his mom was a prostitute for some fucking reason. <sighs> but. Basically, shitty childhood, had a bad temper growing up, was a compulsive liar from the get-go, was briefly married in 1970, um, but then, like, eight months afterwards, his wife was like, not bye. Um, Seems like a real winner. Yeah. So, the same year that his wife left him, is the same year that Carmen Collin was abducted and murdered. So definitely a possible trigger there. Yeah. Um, he <sighs> tried so hard to be a cop. So, so hard. Um, and had taken like a course of psych and a course of poli-sci, but dropped out after one semester. So he's a um, genius in psychology is what you're telling me. Oh, my God. He would love to think so. Him um, and everyone else who took one intro to psych course in college. <laughs> right. Um, he did apply to be a police officer for the Rochester Police Department. They said fuck off. Um, so he did the next best thing and became a security guard at a local jewelry store. Um, he started stealing jewelry from the store and kept changing jobs repeatedly to avoid being accused of petty theft. Um, and had a job at one point as a soda jerk for a local fast food restaurant and at another point was an ambulance driver. There's just a little bit of everything there. So that kind of plays into this whole, like, maybe they had a uniform to make him trust them because Kenneth Bianchi's got security guard. 
and I do like, feel the like fast if, food thing and yeah, the ambulance driver. And when you like first like glance at it, like a security guard, they can look like they're wearing police uniforms. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So that's interesting. Um. And then at one point he like wrote some lady that he was talking to and was like, oh, I've killed someone before. And she like shrugged it off because she was like, oh, he's just trying to impress me and whatever. But like, girl. Um, uh, maybe you should look at yourself if that's what men are doing to impress you. Yeah. I'm just saying. I have had a lot of men try to impress me in various ways. And weirdly enough, I've killed a man has never uh, came up. Well, well, maybe he didn't, going he didn't even right say, man. like, I killed a man. He was just, I've killed people. Well, what? True. He did not specify a man. But, I, yeah, I've never had someone try to use that on me as, like, an impress technique. So, like, yeah, who are, who are you dating? Right. Right. Um, so he was never charged, but he remains a suspect because he had a similar car. Blah, 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 blah. Um. And then the whole uniform thing of, you know, at the time he was either a security guard or an ambulance driver. So he would have had a uniform of some type. Um, Right. And then the food in the girl's stomach was like fast food. Um, Right. Which he worked at. So like which he worked at. So he would have had easy access to that. Um, Because like, let's be real. Anybody who works fast food is like bringing that shit home. Yeah. Because he also could have like had it in his car. Yeah. And then when he's like, hey, I'll give you a ride, he's like, oh, hey, I have this ice cream if you want some, or I have this burger if you want one. Mm -hmm. So, in 75, for completely unknown reasons, out of the blue, he packed up and took his similar card that matched the description uh, and his whole life to L.A., where he hooked up with his um, cousin Angelo Bueno, Buno, Buno, whatever. Um, and then they became the Hillside Stranglers. That is pretty sus. Which, Wait, when did when was the last murder? They were all like the first one was in like what seventy two. Yeah, so the last murder happened in seventy three. Okay, so like definitely within the time frame for sure. Yeah, so he was like he was in Rochester, New York during the time of the murders. And then in 75, for seemingly no reason, just packed up and left and went to L.A. And then had a similar M.O. I mean, it wasn't kids anymore, but he was still abducting, brutally raping, strangling girls and then leaving them on a hillside like with no regard <laughs> of whether they would be found or how he was dumping them it's a little it's 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 pretty suspicious i'm not gonna lie it's a little sus it's that that, that lines up like just a little just a little bit too well mm-hmm. just a little bit too well just a wee bit um Oh, my throat I, made a very weird noise. I hated that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that was weird. Um, so that's Kenneth Bianchi. And then our last suspect uh, 
is this guy that goes by Crazy Joe. Uh, <laughs> his I name is already. Joseph Nasso. Uh, he's a convicted serial killer and serial rapist that was sentenced to death for the murder of six women in California. And his crimes in California span, spun, spanned, happened span? between <laughs> 77 and 94. Um, and he's like one of those that like took pride in his work and like had a rape diary, which I fucking hate. Mm, um, don't like that. So he had this list uh, that he would keep. Like his top ten, basically. Ew, it's yeah. like a MySpace top eight for people yeah. you've raped. I hate that. Um, and he has this like collection. I hate saying it like that. From when he lived in New York, and it starts in '77, and it's Roxanne Rod Rogish. Um, and then Pamela Parsons. So that kind of fits the double initial thing, but not all of his victims were double initials. Um, and a lot of his victims were drugged and raped, but they were still strangled. Um, right. But then he also moved to adults and adults are a lot like more difficult, I'm assuming, to kidnap than most children would be. Mm-hmm. So I could see like switching over to the drugging just because it's it's just more difficult to get adult. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I mean, I get why police looked at him because he had a couple of double initials and they were on his top 10 and he was really proud of it. And he was in New York at the time. Um, and he had a similar MO, but he so, because he would like offer them a ride, abduct them, but he drugged his victims. Um, and so police were kind of like, huh, like maybe. Um, and they were like, you know, maybe he started with young girls, but then moved into adults, which I don't really buy. Uh, but DNA was taken from Wanda and tested, and it was negative. So he kind of got written off, but some people still kind of. Um, yeah, I just it really catches me. And I felt like this way about Bianchi, too, is that like it's just not I mean, it's not impossible by any means, but it's like not as common to go from like such young children yeah, to like older women. Like, if yeah. you go from, like, pubescent children to older women, that's not as much of a jump um, because they're already, like, starting to develop. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're going for, like... like pre-pubescent children. Yeah. It's, it's re- I feel like it's not as common to, like, go after such young children and then older women. Especially, like, so soon after. Like, I don't know. The whole thing is weird to me. Yeah, and I just, the whole thing just doesn't sit well. And, um... Like a little, not like a little bit later, a lot of bit later, like the early 2000s when, you know, forensic science had progressed quite a bit. They pulled a like a wrist print off of Michelle's neck um, and compared it to Bianchi because obviously he's still in prison. I think he's the only one of this list that's still alive. Um, 
and it wasn't a match, but wrist prints change with age as opposed to your fingerprints, which never change. I've never even heard of a wrist print. I'm not going to lie. So yeah, yeah, probably not the standard of. (laughs) This was also the early 2000s. So like maybe somebody was just blowing smoke out their ass. Um, I just, I, of the list that I'm given, I choose Bianchi because like, I just feel like he fits the most, but he was so proud of his murders, right? Like when they catch him. Like, why would he not be proud of these two? Like, why would he not be like, actually, I murdered even more people before I even fucking got here. Yeah. Um, And like, there was some speculation because even when they were the Hillside Stranglers, they did have a couple of victims that were a little bit younger. And those ones he wasn't as boastful about. Like, it's almost like he had some weird, like, moral compass that was like, oh, like, I can't be proud of, like, the children, but the adults I can be super fucking proud of. So, like, True, which would maybe? lean towards him, like, not saying something about the previous ones. Yeah. So, I mean, but... like, maybe if you follow that train of thought, you can be like, oh, yeah, you know, like, that's just his moral code, like, not being proud of the kids. But I feel like you would still own up to it maybe he didn't want to one up angelo (laughs) he's like oh well he didn't murder people first so i'll just i'll just keep that i'll pretend like we murdered people together for the first time (laughs) (laughs) maybe he's just a really good friend okay uh yeah i don't know i don't know i agree with you i think out of that list specifically that is who i would lean towards Mm-hmm. But I also feel like there's just so much like weird. I don't weird, really like, like this any is of also them. a really weird case. Yeah, like I said, I'm still kind of like I'd be interested to know like what all schools they went to. Like, did they go to the same schools? Did they go to different schools? Like, no. how did that work? They, like, if I they all correctly, They all went to different schools. Like, I just feel like there's something weird about how like. Like, how the killer knew. That's what I'm stuck on. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, like, obviously he could stalk them. I'm, I'm being presumptuous with he, but, like, let's be real. It's it's, it's most likely a man. Um, yeah. But it's just, like, I don't understand where he would, yeah, like, get that information in the first place. Like, unless he worked, like, some sort of career, which I guess, like, police would make sense. Or a social worker or I'm just trying to think like who would have access to like large amounts of like children's information. Yeah. Cause like I said, it's like not like you could find out via the parents really. Cause like her parents didn't have alliterative names. So it's like, how would you know that their kid has one? Like, I don't, I, just, I don't understand. It hurts my brain. <laughs> i know doesn't it it really does like it just and it's like on the surface it doesn't look like that confusing of a case but like when you just add it up like shit does not make sense like i feel like there's something big i'm like missing Mm -hmm. and i hate it thank you so much you're welcome it cursed my brain now it curses yours sorry god You know how many hours I'm going to spend going through the missing child logs again. (laughs) Yeah. 
do you remember how many hours I already sunk into that? Like 30. Sorry, but like... And now I gotta do it all over again. I'm not that sorry. God damn it. Sorry. <laughs> it's just, it's so infuriating the more you think about it. It is. Like, I'm getting... Like, the more I think about it and the more I try to figure it out, like, the angrier I'm getting. Mm-hmm. God. I I don't ask for much from the afterlife, but, like, if it could just be, like, right before I die or, like, right after I die, I just get to know the answer to, like, one question. Like, God, I just... Some of these cases, I'm like, I just want to know. Like, it can be fine. It can be after I die. That's cool. Like, I don't need to ever tell anyone else the information, but I just want to know. Mm-hmm. It's... I think the more infuriating part of this is that, like, there are a number of other men that were, you know, interviewed and looked at and were considered suspects, but all of them either had okay-ish alibis or passed a polygraph test. So they were never arrested and their names were never released. So I can't even, like, research them to let you know what I think. And it's frustrating. Well, and the thing is, too, is that, like, a polygraph test is not, like, the end-all be-all. Like, they can be useful tools, but they're more, like, useful in the way of, like, maneuvering someone into confessing than they are, like, actually standalone useful. Yeah. Well, because there's been plenty of people who have been convicted of crimes who at one point also passed a polygraph test. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't... We just co- didn't Ted Bundy pass a polygraph test? Was it Ted I Bundy or was it um? Fuck! It was someone we just talked about not that long ago. Am I? Was it Ramirez? Maybe. Maybe I feel like it was someone that you covered. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, like it happens. It definitely happens. So I feel like that's not the the standard. Yeah. I want to go by. It's not, it should never be a defi- like, end-all. That's like being ever. like, oh, well, we had one witness. Right. <laughs> no, we had a whole crowd of witnesses see it. This one person thinks that they saw you, so obviously it's you. Like, uh, the whole thing just, it makes me so mad. So, so mad. God, my brain hurts. I just, like, I want... Either I want Bianchi to just be like, guys, my last words are that I'm the alphabet killer. Please. But like, I don't know if I want it to be Bianchi. Like, honestly, even if he didn't do it, like, please just give me the validation. Please make me think this has an ending. (laughs) Please. You still have time, Bianchi. You're still, you're still kicking. I'm, I'm pretty fucking sure. Well, yeah, you're you're good. Every time he's been interviewed, too, he's like, guys, it's not me. Like, can we just disassociate my name from that case? And it's like, but why, though? Not until you tell me you did it. Right. (laughs) But also, I do feel like... I just feel like if it was him, then why didn't the double initial thing carry over into the Hillside Stranglers? 
And yeah, like unless Maybe his like, partner was really like, that's fucking stupid. That takes right. too much time and effort and we're not like gonna Angelo do that. could have been like, nah, fuck you, dude. Right. Like that takes like weeks of like finding someone and stalking them. And like, that's a lot. Like, I don't want to do any of that. But that circles back to like, how did they know? How did they yes, know? How did they know? And then also like, why would, like, I get that he was like less boastful about like the younger murders that he did with Angelo but then also like he did talk about them Mm -hmm. so like why wouldn't he have been like hey I don't want to talk about those cases but yeah that was me yeah I I think it has to be somebody within the school system it has to be that's what I'm saying like so either someone within the school system or someone who has access to like school records like I said like a social worker like a police officer like someone it could be a member of the church. Ooh, yeah, actually, yeah, that would be a really sm- yeah, because they're all Roman Catholic, right? Yeah. So they all probably went to either the same church or similar churches because they still lived like close to each other, even if they didn't go to the same school. Yeah. That would make a lot more sense, actually. Because that that would make sense why they're like from different areas. Yeah. Because that would that would give you a trusted person. Yeah, a trusted person that would give you knowing the initials if that truly is like your right, like knowing I almost all the said kids' names. Kink, but like, I don't. I, I mean, I yeah, that. it's sorta. I guess. yeah, I don't have a better way to describe it. It's got to. It's got to be somebody in the church. It has to honestly, be. I think that's pretty spot on. The church or the school. That's the only way. But the church makes even more sense. Like, yeah, because like you said, they all went to different schools. Which, yeah. like, I mean. There's ways to get different. I mean, schools, they're all like within records, the same district, though. So, like, true, and it and was the '70s, so it's yeah. like less rigorous and safety-wise than it is now. But I feel like the church also makes a lot of sense, and it's also someone that they would trust. Yeah, the only reason I keep advocating for the school is because, like, it was the one day, the one yeah, day that-, that Michelle didn't walk home with her mom. See, and that's what got me too. Like, and, like who I, would know that except for that somebody? Earlier. Like in the school. Who was there? Yeah. Like, and it's unless the only other way I could see them like knowing that is if they were stalking her and like they knew that the mom picked them up. And like, so they saw the mom drop off three, but only pick up two. So they knew that she would be walking home alone later. But that's the only other thing I could see. Well, and plus, if, uh, if the school had ties with the Catholic Church, then usually, like, a guidance counselor would have been somebody from the church. That is true, because I went to a, of all things, um, like, a religious daycare when I was younger, and, like, the whole thing was, like, ran by nuns. And I know, like, my old friend, she went to, like, a religious, she went to Spring Arbor, so, like, a religious college. And, like, they had, obviously, regular professors, but then they also had, like, mandatory mass time. And there was, like, clergy on campus all the time. Yeah. I think that's my final answer. I think it was either... The, it has to be somebody from the clergy. Has to be. Honestly, I support that. Because I do think that the as weird as the school thing is on, like, the one day... I do think that could be explained by someone, like, simply 
stalking. Yeah. Because like I said, they would have seen the mom drop off three and pick and up two. Yeah. And been like, okay, she's staying late today. Like the day today's the day to do it. Yeah. But then why? Why? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why? Fuck, I hate this so why? much. Why? 11-year-old girls with double initials from poor Roman Catholic families. Why? I, f- I feel like... Broken, I f- poor it, Roman it Catholic It has families. to be like a transference thing. Like, this has to be like a... Sim- like, I'm killing someone who's symbolic for someone in my life. Like, that's too weird of a, like, situation. Yeah. Like, that's too specific. Like, that's more than just, like, yeah, like, blonde women in this area or something like that's so specific i I feel like that has to be like representative of someone something i want like whole town records i want to (laughs) know who had a double like an alliterative name who like either died as a small child or like is it like his sister or something who died or some girl who like bullied him who died that he like never got his revenge on or is it like some girl he's been in love with and she's still alive, but he's like doesn't have the balls to kill her, or is it an ex what like what is it? What is it? What is it? So we're going to Rochester, New York, we're going to the Catholic churches, and we're demanding their records. <laughs> yes, because also too, we can go to the local libraries because they should have like gynecological records there like people who lived in the town like census data like that's true i want to figure this shit out <laughs> we this shit's... the white women with a podcast the white we'll women with a podcast because <laughs> i've had some rabbit holes but like with like terry rasmussen it was like finding additional victims like we know he killed some of these people you know what i mean like for absolutely sure oh yeah that was a rabbit hole that you just disappeared down for a little bit oh my god such a good one though (laughs) uh i'm just saying i am due for a new rabbit hole (laughs) here you go (laughs) here it is here's your rabbit hole new york Uh, well uh What's so that's, all I, that's all I got for you. I uh, let's see what I got here. Keep it spooky, but not so spooky that you don't just take one for the goddamn team, Kenneth. <laughs> I don't even care if you're it. I mean, I do care a little, but I really do want to find out. Um, but at least just take one for the team, please. Take it for the white women with a podcast. Give us some Kenneth. closure. <laughs> Uh, Jesus. Stay spooky, but not so spooky that your moniker is the garage rapist. Like, get fucked. The fucking garbage rapist. <laughs> garage. <laughs> I'm sticking with mine. <laughs> oh, no. Stay spooky, but not so spooky that you tell your adoptive son that his biological mother was a useless prostitute. Let's maybe not give kids that trauma. 
stay spooky, but not so spooky that you think locking yourself in a car while running away from the police is like an inf- like effective mode of getting away. Why wouldn't you just drive the car? Why would you not just keep running? Like if the car's not functional or like you don't have the keys to the car, just run. Like don't just stop. What do you think they're going to be like, "Oh man, the car is locked, so we like we can't arrest you?" <laughs> right. Like what she, what did she think was going to happen? God, what was the thought process there? Also, like, a car is not, like, super good to, like, hide in. So it's not even like they were just going to, like, not see you. Right. The very obviously, like, lying in the back seat. <laughs> ah! Excuse me. That was very unladylike. <laughs> we have a history of being ladylike here. I feel like I've misunderstood our whole vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I know I said this in the first episode, but I'm going to say it again because it makes me so fucking mad. Stay spooky, but not so spooky that you're a victim of the bystander effect. God damn it. Yeah, let's the, that we didn't even touch on that this episode, but absolutely I stand by that. Don't ever think that someone else is going to do something. Be the someone who does something. Be if you see something, say something. Yeah. Or if you see a child running for their life, do something. Don't even just say something. You personally do something, thank you. Unless you have, like, a physical reason you cannot. Like, obviously. There's exceptions. But, like, come on. Literally any of them could have done something. She was probably killed, like, hours after that. If even hours. (sighs) He might have immediately drove her from that and murdered her right there. And she could have been fine. Traumatized. Severely traumatized, but fine. But alive. Right, and honestly, she was probably physically fine at that point, too, because, like, he probably hadn't even gotten the time to, like, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like he was probably, like, like, on the way of taking her someplace to, like, do something. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. The worst part is for once you're the asshole and you just leave me with these things and now I have to go do other things and be productive and now I just, I, I rate. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to have to go take a Xanax, calm down a little bit, <laughs> take an edible maybe. Sorry. Okay, we're going to Rochester. Y'all are staying spooky. Everyone's following us on all of the things, as you can see by our beacon page. Tell, tell them the things. Them the things. <laughs> I, I don't uh, remember the URL. <laughs> she's still struggling, apparently. So we did make a beacons page. It has all of our links. Um, so it has, you know, all of our social media. Um, not all of the places that you can listen to us. So far, I've only linked um, Spotify because I... It's it, it's hard, okay? Life's hard out here. It, it is hard. It was hard getting it all set up to, like, stream on so many different sites, too. I it really, really. Was. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, um, but we also are on Apple Music, Podbean, basically most sites that you want to listen. Yeah, so, Ooh, listen and plus, as we get our uh, merch store figured out, that'll also get linked there. Um, so, you can find that 
It's on the website spot of all of our social media, or you can go to beacons.ai slash bitches and murders. Yes. And hopefully by the time that this episode is posted, our merch store should be up and running and fully functional and everything from this point on will likely be made from home, handmade by me rather than like a big corporation. Um, So you guys get a little extra love and a little better quality and we get to not deal with giant fucking corporations that suck. Oh my gosh. Trying it's to like get a win-win for everybody here. has been the bane of our existence because we chose a name with spicy words in it. Which was the first mistake. And then like I made the mistake, which to be fair, this was my mistake, but I made the mistake of making a like Spider-Man joke in the caption of one it wasn't even in the name of the sticker and the sticker had nothing to do with disney in any context but i made a spider-man joke in the caption and instead of just saying like hey can you change that uh disney claimed me and shut down our entire red bubble merch store so that's what happened in case anybody was wondering yeah so i i'm still feeling pretty spicy about it even though that was quite a while ago but i still feel (laughs) spicy about it and fuck you disney fuck you disney because literally they could have just been like hey we're gonna take this one product down or hey can you just change the caption because like the art had nothing to do with it at all anyways i could rant about this all day but yeah so hopefully that should be up by now and if it isn't by the time this episode goes up it will be up very soon and i'm very excited So, uh, that's all I got. That's all I got. We out.